Hey everybody, welcome to The Blacklist. This show is all about how the elite rose to power and how they stay in power. Right now we have my man JJ in the house. JJ, please give an introduction about who you are and what you do. Uh, first of all, thank you brother for having me on here. Uh, my name is JJ. I'm a owner and creative director of Miami Media Management. So what we do is basically we help clients take long form content yep. and turn it into short form content so they can post online yeah. in a consistent manner and then obviously grow their audience. Yeah, which is powerful, dude. I think a lot of people don't do that, you know? Um, I think if they do start doing that, they'll start making some, you know, some some good money. You know what it is? I think I'm finding that a lot of clients are having a hard time adapting to the new way that the algorithm is working. So yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, like the algorithm lately is, it's asking for a lot from clients. I'm, well, from people. Yeah. Like they want you to almost post twice a day. They want yep. you to, you know, diversify. They want you to offer content. So nowadays I see that, you know, the average person that was getting a lot of likes all of a sudden started getting less likes, less comments. Yep. And it's, I think personally it's because the way that the algorithm works, it, it, it's changing. And yeah. it's, it's constantly changing, honestly. Yeah. Now, um, really quick before we kind of dive into you, what, what transformation do people see if they start kind of, you know, putting a little bit more into their content and branding and, you know, posting and things like that? Do they start getting more business? Do they, or what is it? Is it just a vanity metric? Which I doubt, right? It's not. I think, no, it's, it's all over the place right now, to be yeah. honest with you. But I think it's establishing like rapport with your potential clients. So yeah. it's kind of like tapping them and like, like, hey, I'm here. This is what I do. Right. Offering constant value. And then sooner or later, like with the right strategy, if you work with the right marketing team, you can turn a, like a cold, a cold touch into like a warm set you sure. know, and eventually yeah. into a sale, which is what we want. Yeah. And as a business owner, I'm, uh, I'm heavy on personal development and I'm sure you are too. I actually see your, you know, see your stuff. You're always working out, right? Yes. You post uh, yes, motivational yes, yes. stuff. Um, so walk me through that, dude. Cause like a lot of people, I think, uh, you know, sometimes only focus on business, but they don't focus on personal development. But they kind of go hand in hand, right? Absolutely. I mean, I think it starts with like mentality. I think anyone who's trying to go into business, the first thing you should absolutely do is work on your mindset. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, I honestly, I say if, if you weren't like working on your craft or just studying or trying to be a better person during the pandemic, I think you wasted your time. I'll be flat out honest with you. Yep. I think that was the moment that a lot of people had the opportunity to, you know, really nail down on their craft and try to come out above the surface. Yeah. But what, what do they do? Like, what are they supposed to do during the pandemic? What do you recommend they actually work on? Okay, so um, like I said, first start with mindset. Now, and how do you better your mindset? Personally, I think it starts with um, just like what you eat. Yep. Um, how you take care of your physique. Sorry, how you take care of your, like, your physique. So obviously working out. Now, I've also found like a lot of people, just close friends or even clients, they admire that about me. They're like, hey, you work out a lot. Yeah. I'm like, hey, don't look at the bigger picture where I'm like six-pack abs a uh, huge biceps, not nah, like, sorry, I don't know if I could curse, but yeah, you can, yeah. fuck that. Like, you know, like take it day by day, honestly, and just start with pushups, yeah. start with body squats, start with like the smallest things that are going to have a cumulative effect. And eventually you'll have, I mean, hopefully six pack abs, but you know, yeah, yeah. Get there. No, that's good. And, um, I saw something. I, do you, do you know, Andrew Tate, like know of him and stuff? Absolutely. I've, how, you li how you like can I, 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 yeah. Okay. I good, do. good, good. Um, so he said something that, um, that really resonated with me because, uh, sometimes I can't control what I eat cause I love food. And he said, <laughs> if you can't control what you put in your mouth, like, um, I don't know what the fuck he said. He's like, you're a lazy piece of shit or, you know, whatever. Right. And, you know, for somebody like me who, who 
love steak and, you know, I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of right. Difficult. You love to have dessert and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's fine. But, but how do I, uh, how do I kind of discipline myself to, I guess, not overdo it? The trick, honestly, like what I've seen is that when you start putting all these barriers on you, like you start putting like, oh, I can't have this. I can't have that. Like it becomes harder. That's true. And that sounds like cliche, but it really is true. Like that's what I do. Honestly, like I don't put a huge limit on my diet because if I do, like that's the more I think about that. So I kind of just that's try true. to, what, what's easy? What works for me the best? Like, okay, in the morning I'm going to fast or I'm going to just have something light Yep. and kind of go about it that way. Like I think it's more of like an everyday thing rather than trying to be a bodybuilder. And then to go, mm-hmm. go back to your, to what you're trying to say, it's like, Hey, okay. Then if I feel more confident in myself, then, you know, Hey, these, these clothes fit a little nicer now. And eventually that kind of transcends over to your mentality and the way you speak to people, the way, you know, yeah, yeah. Eventually business. Yeah. And you know, it, I'm pretty sure, I mean, no, I know like working out is not the only thing that you do for personal development. No. What other stuff do you do? That's like, you feel like kind of move the needle. Like once you started doing that, things started changing for you. Um, absolutely. Ooh, this is, it's, it, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, but I would say like, start by cleansing your social circle. Um, when you do that, kind of like eliminating the, you're never going to eliminate the, the non-believers, but if in, within your social circle, you start kind of like cleansing it to people who are where you want to be. Yeah. Then that's a step. Um, second mentors. Absolutely. I know everyone says it, but it really is like key to this. Like you need to have mentors in this, in whatever game that you're in. Yeah. Um, you said, uh, wait, sorry, repeat your question. So I can. So basically like, what do you do that kind of moves the needle for you? Like it just kind of like, once you started doing that, doing it, your life kind of started. Absolutely. I cleaned my social circle. Yeah. Um, I started getting mentors like a hundred percent. Um, you know, I, honestly, I started going out less. I started drinking less. I started just doing all these things that would allow me to be more focused on my craft. Um, another thing is obviously I would consume some type of content that is, you know, fruitfully pushing you towards the right direction. Yeah. There's a lot of great thought leadership right now out there. And I mean, you speak a lot about this too and the importance of creating a personal brand. I think it's important to go seek those individuals that are doing the business, that are doing the fitness, that are doing the crypto, you know, and doing really doing your research on the, on them and kind of just make them a part of your circle. Make them like your, your online, like a weekly class that you go to. Yeah, yeah. Dude, and you talked about something that's important, which is mentors. And I feel like a lot of people, they don't know who to kind of look up to. Um, I mean, they did, but he got canceled. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, who is your mentor? Who is my mentor? I actually, um, so I have one mentor right now in real estate. Yeah. Um, because I, the, my whole goal with this, um, I'm actually trying to retire at one point, right? I yeah. want to buy back my time. So what I'm doing is I'm taking my chips. I'm taking all of my chips from video production. Yep. And I'm actually niching down only to work with real estate investors, only to work with contractors, realtors. Mortgage lenders, yeah, mortgage brokers. You know, I'm currently working with the largest growing brokerage out of South Florida. Yep. So you know, and they're and they're branching out all over the states. So by doing that, I'm honing down on one specific area of my life. So I'm taking all of those chips and I'm putting them in real estate. Shout out to um Tatch, 
I don't know if you've heard of him. Nope. Thatching. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from your area, actually. I, I yeah, think, Seattle? Like yeah. Oregon or something like that? Yes, yeah. that's right. Absolutely. Um, I have mentorship from him. And I've also had mentorship from other people who I've obviously, you know, you have to pay to get your way in, but it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are scared to do that, right? Oh, my gosh, I paid, you know. Nah, not at all. You should, you should, you should put all your chips and invest in yourself 100%. That's what I've always done. I've taken all my extra money. I put it right into uh, into how can I how can I grow more? What can I learn? Yep. You know, all, all these like masterminds, courses, everything, just filling myself up with anything that I could use. For people that are, um, you know, kind of like on the fence and they don't know what to do and things like that, like what do you recommend um, they, they start doing other than that? Actually, um, that, that brings up an interesting topic. Yeah. I don't know. And I want to hear what, what you think about this because there's a there's a common like saying like it's kind of like, oh, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Right, right. right. But um, I feel like, I'll, I'll tell you personally what I went through. Um, even, like, I always did everything. Yeah. Everything that I could possibly do, like, and I can get my hands on, I did it. Trust yep. me. Like, believe me. Like, I've done it. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> so, but that, it gets to the point where that doesn't, you can't unlock your maximum potential like that. Yeah. Doing 100 things. That's you true. Can. That's true. So, what I recommend to someone starting up is do the a thousand things and eventually find that one thing that kind of speaks to you or, you know, kind of speaks to you, find a balance between it speaks to you. And it's like, Oh, Hey, this is an ongoing market. Like, yeah, there's a future in this. Obviously, yeah. You know? And that's a good point because I think, you know, like people are trying different things and things like that, but you should go all in in the beginning. And then I feel like once you've mastered your craft then you can kind of, you know, start separating and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Is that, is that what you believe? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I don't think we ever stop, but I like, for example, I'm trying to retire, but I know that when I have the opportunity to retire, I probably won't. Yeah. Because I'm so like adamant about just being a better person every, every day. Yeah. You love this. Yeah, I do. I do. I really do. <laughs> good, dude. Good. Um, okay. Awesome. So talk to me about, um, you know, like in, in business, uh, how do you kind of keep like your team kind of, you know, motivated and, and, and kind of continue a culture because, culture, yeah. because obviously you have one, I can tell right now, like you live by some form of core values. I don't know what they are. Um, but do you also kind of show that as an example to your team and stuff like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing that, that has helped me with that, like building a culture with the people that I work with, whether yeah. it's teamwork team or a client yeah, is, um, learning to communicate. And I know that because I'm a very, how do you call it? I'm very, like, I have very strong viewpoints in life. Like, I think it's like, hey, this should be like this. And like, this is what I believe in. This is what works for me. But that's not how it works for everyone. So I think you have to learn how to communicate with different people. Yeah. Um, there's different personalities out there in the world. And you shouldn't talk to people how you want to be spoken to. You should speak to people how they want to be spoken to. So that really helps with creating culture um, with or like building a strong team. Yeah. Like some people are more, you know, they want to be more out there about themselves. Some people are more shy. Some people are very analytical about things. So when you learn to identify how a person works, then you're able to not only put, put them in the right position, but, you know, obviously talk to them so you can get the best out of them. Yeah, no, that's powerful. And then what about like when, you know, let's say, because I think a lot about leadership is holding people accountable. How do you hold people accountable? Because there's a right way to do it. And I think there's a wrong way to do it. And I feel like with you, you're a very nice guy, you know, um, you could just tell from your, like your vibe and, you know, your ambience and stuff like that. Um, how do you kind of approach your team? Like if you need to hold somebody accountable? Mm, there's, um, 
there's a there's a way that I like to approach this. Honestly, I don't like to tell people what they what they can't do. I like to suggest what they should do. Yeah. And that's I know it sounds like that's the same thing. It's not. Yeah. Um it's not. There's like in psychology there's a saying like you know when pilots are training like they don't tell them, "Hey, don't hit that obstacle." Right. No, they try to gu- steer them or guide them the right way. So and yeah. that, that's kind of the thing when you tell someone, "Hey, you shouldn't do this. Hey, you shouldn't do that." They kind of like subconsciously they're just focusing on that. And yeah. So try to help them through by like, "Hey, maybe you should try this." Like, you know, like or what do you think about that? Obviously get the perspective on it and try to just stir them the right way. So you're very empowering. Then. Absolutely. Instead of uh, instead of like, hey, you fucked up, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Nah, I've learned the hard way, honestly. Like, Have you done that before? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I've got, I've got shitted on and, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I've also spoken, you know, like that to someone else. But you learn very quickly because the last thing you want to do is lose a, a, a worker or lose a relationship that, you know, that can be fruitful in the future. Yeah, no, 100%, dude, 100%. So for people that are listening, um, like what advice should you give them to kind of start taking not just the first step, but like the first 10 steps? Like what do they need to go ahead and do um, to kind of get ahead? Because a lot of people right now, I feel like, are in a place of either desperation or they don't know what to do or things like that, you know? And I think they need people to look up to. And Absolutely. I feel like based off of, you know, the, the, the way that you present yourself, you're a very nice guy and you have your head on straight. Um, you know, I don't hear you talking about anything materialistic yet, <laughs> but yeah. what are they, uh, yeah. Like what, what, what should they start doing? You know, um, actually my mentor told me this and it's very, it's very true. I think you should figure out your why. Yeah. Uh, you should figure out why you do things. You mentioned materialistic things. Um, I think we all want that. Yeah, me too. We do. We do. We do. Like we like it. Why not be in a nice supercar? Why not eat a, at a nice restaurant? Like, yep. Why not have all the luxuries that the world has to offer? But I've like, I don't know if you've ever experienced this. Like you think like, oh, like when I get this, that's it. Like once yes. I get this thing, oh my God, I'm going to be set. Yep. And then you get that thing and it's like, you don't. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I think I need another thing now. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> Another nice thing. Yeah. You never, you never like really, like you really never feel yourself. So what I recommend to people is getting their why very strong. What's yours? My, my why, that's funny, you asked that. So my why is actually my mother. Yeah. Um, recently, actually, a year ago, exactly about a year ago, September 13th of last year, she was diagnosed with leukemia. Yeah. So she's always been my why. My family has always been my why. But a year ago, I had a, a pivoting moment in my life where I'm like, hey, I'm going to go all hard on this shit. Like, yeah. I'm not going to stop. Nothing's going to stop, honestly. Because yeah. I want to see her, you know, I, I pray to God. I, I believe in God and I pray to God that, he um, gives her more life so she can see like all, all the things that I want to unlock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, powerful conversation. Thank Where you. can people find you? People find me on Instagram, JJ Lara. So you spell it J-J-L-A-R-A-A. Two A's in the end. All right. Well, powerful conversation, dude. I appreciate you being no, here. brother. Thank you for having me.